So I'm here with Chris and Ilan. That is how, that is how you say it. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Do that again. <laughs> no, no, no. Stick with that one. Stick with that one. Uh, the Hi, anyway. <laughs> Hello. So I'm here with Chris and Ilan from Liverpool Horror Club, and we've just seen Intruder, the first event of the Scalarama series. Uh, so, guys, how do you think it went? Uh, it went really well. Uh, the great thing about our events is they tend to kind of bring in a very colourful and interesting crowd. But obviously, Scalarama have brought in some people we've never met before, and they they took to it really, really well. So it's yeah, it was really fun, really cool. Good night. Yeah, it's always great seeing new faces come along. Um, every event we do seems to attract a few new, yeah, new people, and a lot of the time they keep coming, which is yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So what? What? How did Liverpool Horror Club start? What was the sort of impetus for getting this together? Was it just something you were both interested in, and you just sort of Essentially a long story. Okay. <laughs> you tell okay, right. okay, so yes, uh, at some time back in 2013, uh, when I first started working for myself as a designer, uh, I kind of wanted to start some sort of horror community, um, uh, somewhere where horror fans can get together and talk about horror, watch horror, and I kind of, uh, yeah, just, just a, I wanted to build a community, uh, but I didn't know how to do it, and we try, I tried it, and I don't think it was particularly great. Some people turned up to it and they enjoyed it, but one of the people who turned up was Chris, uh, and he also wanted to help. He wanted, didn't want to just just watch the films. He wanted to actually help and and, and build something of it because he felt the same way. He wanted to build a community. It, it, it was a great fun event, but it was just hard. It, it was difficult to promote it and... You know, it was on at Halloween. People were always busy. Didn't we, get we, great we, attendance. We, we made but some mistakes. What, what happened was was really good fun. And we met each other, and that was that was probably the best thing that came out of the festival. Oh. And, and then a couple of years later, Chris comes to me and says, uh, "Do you remember the festival? Do you remember the horror festival that you tried?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, like, do you, <laughs> do you do you want to do it again?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> and he was like, well, what if I helped you? And I was like, no. I was like, well, what if I helped you when we got somebody else and a couple of other people? And I was like, all right, well, then we'll do it. And then we ended up doing a festival again in 2015. And this time it was very, very stressful, but it, we created a fantastic event. Um, it, a little less attention towards film, but more about entertainment, the art of horror, music and, and yeah yeah a, a lot of really cool little events uh, all under one one festival yeah. it, the idea was it was a full day of, of a celebration of horror we were at, at the Casimir which is perfect indie venue yeah and we had guests and panels and performers and bands and traders the whole spectrum of of the horror facet covered um, and that that was that was a great model and it was really well received um, and yeah, and a lot of people came for the whole twelve hours. Wow! It was, but it, but it, but it, yes, <laughs> but it killed us. Uh, uh, and so yeah. we didn't really. I don't think I saw you for like a year after that. Uh, it took a long time to kind of come back out of the exhaustion yeah. Yeah. and everything that went into it. It, it, it did. Yeah. It did drain us. We're artists, not it, natural promoters. <laughs> no. At the time, um, anyway. Yeah, we, we're horror fans, and we'd love. 
we'd lo- we love the event, but the uh, the toll it takes sorting it and 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 promoting it in such a tight frame was exhausting. It's not, nothing we'd ever done before. Yeah. Yeah. But so then. Yeah, we, we learned not to do it again. Well, yes. <laughs> well, yes. Although, although one day I went on a holiday, and when I came back, Chris met up with me and gave me a ticket. This is to... <laughs> October last year, October two thousand seventeen. So okay. two and a half years after the horror face, and we kept going. Shall we do one? No. Finally recovered after two and a half. We were back and years. forth on it. No, yes, no, yes, no, yes. Yeah. And then one day Chris hands me a ticket saying, I've got a screening. <laughs> the, the run-up the run to that, the like two years after our fest, we're like, shall we, shall we do one? Let's have a serious think and decide whether we will or not. You but were the, very the, much, if you will, yeah, maybe. And... I just wasn't sure. So the the day I was going across to CLN and say, no, I'm not doing it again, somebody else announced that they were doing one in Liverpool, hmm. uh, the Mega Horrorcon, and this was the end of last year. Um, then you got territorial. I got territorial because <laughs> it's the guys from outside this city who were doing one in different cities. So they saw there was a, a gap, so they do one here. So I went along to it, you know, support local traders, local events, and I thought it was so awful. I walked out of it and going, right, I'm doing something. Yeah, because it was a money-making enterprise rather than a community-building exercise. It wasn't embracing horror. It was asking people to come spend money. Come come and get, spend 40 quid for a a selfie in a, you know, horrible, money-making ventures. That's Um, not what Liverpool Horror Club's about. The absolute opposite. Making money. It's all about us losing money. That's what it's all about. How how, how quickly can we bankrupt two people? So that that convention was on the 4th of October and the 13th of October was Friday the 13th. So I was like, right, I'm putting on an event. And that was the event Ilan's talking about. And following that, yeah, we just kept going. Yeah, this this time round, what the, the, the plan is, if you can call it a plan, I suppose, is rather than, rather than, once a year telling everyone you know come see our festival and come enjoy everything to do with horror and then trying to to build up a momentum you know over a short length of time instead we're going to do monthly events and then then keep on reminding people as they come along to screenings and whatever it is that we do that we're going to do a festival so so instead of putting all the pressure in one or two months of the year, we're going to put a little bit of pressure across the yeah. entire year. But, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't necessarily about building up to a festival. It was about, let's just start putting on events, the type of things that we'd want to attend. Yeah. Um, and, and doing a one-night event is a lot less stress and pressure than doing a mass festival. So through that process, we learned to how to do them, how to comfortably deal with the stresses. And back in January, an event, a one-night event took me two weeks, full weeks to prepare. Now I can do a one-night event in advance. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we can put it, pull it together much easier. And we've already got a lot of regulars, a, a big community that we draw on. And you saw there was th- you know, sell-out here tonight, 30, because that was maximum capacity. Um, usually we'll, we'll have a 50 capacity and we'll sell out. Yeah, that's, Which is, that's what we noticed yeah. about it. When we, cause drop, uh, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. we, I volunteer at Drop the Dumbbells, mm-hmm. so you know, we, we do hot mm-hmm. all sorts of different events, but it really mm-hmm. did feel like a, a proper proper club, like a really little, like, yeah, sort yeah. Of like everyone yeah. seemed like it was more of a social activity. People and, start to get to know each other, yeah. and it's not 
and while we, we might get 50 people it's not necessarily the same 50 people we've got a, a probably a broader audience than that but yeah tonight was really good fun um, we always try and have themed content to go with what we're doing so tonight you saw it was but make your own VHS cover you, yeah. you explain it. Yeah. How did you interpret what we were doing? Okay, so <laughs> so you walk, we walked in. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I hypothetically, I was here already. But yes. As a, as a regular <laughs> fest, a regular horror event attender, uh, I would, I would, you walk in and you pick out a, a title from three different pots. So you've got like random words, and then you get that title. And my title was the night of disgruntled hell. <laughs> this is yours. Yeah, that's awesome. mine there. I love your synopsis. Your synopsis yeah. made that cover. I yeah. think that's that's absolutely Fantastic. brilliant. Uh, but um, so basically, you had to then design a cover based on that title, uh, and we had all sorts of different magazines and DVD covers to draw on, and it was just. It was a lot of fun. That's yeah. like my favourite thing ever, doing crafts. Awesome, yeah. It's a, it's a horror crowd. You get them sitting around the table having an art attack. And yeah. they were dead quiet and really into it. <laughs> um, we we don't always do that craft thing, but we do it. We do things that are themed to the event. So before the movie, we had loads of weird trailers and we were shown the movie on VHS. So the idea is you make your own cover about a really weird film on, on VHS. Yeah, bring it, bring it together. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, there's a, there's a. And Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there is. Sorry, we have to talk about Thaddeus. But yeah. I just very quickly want to say. I mean, this is the the agenda behind this is when we first started doing the screenings. You know what we found happened was the film would end and everyone would just would just leave. And we kind of, you know, and, and the, the, you know, whatever venue you were in was actually open for another hour. And we yeah. kind of wanted to interact with people. We wanted people to engage. But there's there's a, a, a custom of just, just getting up and going when the film's ended. So we wanted to kind of like make content and things to do and reasons for people to stay behind and chat and, uh, and interact with each other. Socialize. And, yeah. So we, th- there is an easy way of probably doing events like this, where you just get the license for the film, you get the venue, and you just put the tickets out. But you know, one of the things that Chris spends a lot of time doing is coming up with with content that uh, that that really helps people immerse in what we're trying to do. Especially with you being involved in the Scalarama this year, yeah. that's you know that's like the whole sort of like same mantra of the festival is you know we there's a cinema community, there's people. That, group of people in Liverpool who love doing these events together mm, who love yeah. coming to see cinema and talking about it and chatting and like socialising because of these events yeah yeah so yeah, it, like, yeah. it works really well with Liverpool Horror Club yeah. absolutely yeah. Yeah. And, and last week I came to see Revenge of the Psychotronic Man screened it in the barber's shop which was amazing yeah it was incredible <laughs> that was an amazing one yeah. Yeah. But, I, but I definitely didn't want to uh, glaze over Thaddeus Spence oh, yeah. who, who he's done a he's few a of our events now and he's absolutely incredible he's so funny and so witty and he's got such a an interesting character that just plays so well with us and you know it's, whether he admits it or not you know he feels like a lot you know a big part of the Liverpool Horror Club family now as well you know how would you describe his um Thaddeus Spence material bizarre but it's so so humorfully and eloquently put <laughs> a weave a weaver of weird words tells terrifying tall tales <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't even say they're terrifying. No, no, no. I would say I would say it's kind of biz, uh, bizarre, bizarre mediocrity. 
<laughs> it's like it's like it's like I don't there's know something very kitchen sink yeah it is, it's, which is... it's so strange it's yeah. so strange but at the same time you know because I don't know his words melt in your ear <laughs> when he talks yeah. and it's and it's only afterwards it's like it's like a split second after he's just said something but you just realize what he's saying and it is hilarious and you know he's enthralling at the same time he completely yeah. has your attention and, it's a great just juxtaposition of the weird with the mundane he definitely had a lot of people captivated yeah uh, i'm not sure for for all manner of reasons i'm sure <laughs> um, but it was a very a very good addition to the yeah. evening of course and um, just quickly yes. um you talked about like all the venues like different venues that you put films on in is that something that you really like sort of like to do as a as a group you like to try lots of different places yeah, yeah. I, i'm I like putting things that are relevant on in the right venues. For example, I can't think of anything. We did a board game, a horror board game night in the board game cafe. Yeah. Um, we did... Oh my God, we've done so many events, I can't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I get what you're trying to say, Chris. Okay, go ahead, please. <laughs> but I think... The whole point in the, in the horror club is that it creates a platform for anybody who is, uh, professionally or even socially likes to embrace horror um, can show off what they do. And so we so we have like horror band, bands whose musical style is is aimed mm. in the horror or inspired by horror genre. Mm -hmm. uh, artists, we have a lot of artists that work with us, and and they you know have a lot of their merchandise and their prints of us and stuff like that, but. As well as these films, whether they're classic or new films and stuff like that, we also really want to support venues yeah. that also are interested in horror and also cater to the um, the underdogs, yeah. <laughs> I suppose, we, the yeah. outsiders. You know, if there's a if there's a venue that likes quirky people coming along, and it, it's I don't want to use the word safe space <laughs> because it's kind of going in a no, weird direction, but it's as an alternative, somebody who's into alternative stuff, as somebody who loves like shouting about how cool horror is, I don't want to be felt like a weirdo. I want to go to a place where weirdos can do weirdo things and like put on weird films and yeah, make videotapes yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And the venues where you, you know, d Dumbbells is, when I, I got this place booked, I was like, we've got to do something really weird in Dumbbells. Because uh, it, it just suits the environment. Um, but yeah, we use 81 Renshaw, uh, Sanctuary Bar, um, make studios. We've done a lot of places. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have done a lot of places. I lose track, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, but they're all independent ventures, and most of them aren't doing what they do for profit. Yeah. And that really sits well with what we're doing as well. And and one of the great things is when we keep bringing people to venues they've never been to before, or they'd never go to. And then, I mean, the amount of people who hadn't been here and hadn't witnessed Bog FM. Yeah, <laughs> was was incredible. I I love telling people, dumbbells has the best toilet. Check in out the Liverpool. toilets. Check <laughs> out the toilets. Yeah, you definitely got to come down and check the toilets. Yeah. Drop yeah. dumbbells. <laughs> but I I think as part of our integrity, we we love having a venues that that don't just want to that, that don't just want to use their venue to to make some money off the group. They actually want to enjoy it as well, and they want to they want to see the film, and they want to have fun they think they think what we're doing is a is a fun idea uh, i think if we if we had the opportunity to use a huge venue um uh, 
but but it's people who aren't interested in what we're doing would probably not consider it because it doesn't yeah. feel right. It doesn't have that vibe. Yeah. That's that's why for the horror festival we didn't go to a convention center. We went to Invisible Wind Factory. Yeah, definitely. You know, in the time before it was the Casimir. It's it's that the people who care about the type of events that they put on care about trying to help a community come together and find some way to to do what they're trying to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's yeah. That's that's. I think that's definitely what sort of like a lot of the different like sort of creative communities in Liverpool all come together for, at times like this. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, you all support each other. Whether you have like a venue like Drop the Dumbles, we we have cinema here, but we also have some mad gigs and yeah. all sorts going on. And so it's really <laughs> nice to just welcome new things all the time. And I think that that's um, it's a really important aspect of what all cinema should be really I think I mean personally yeah. I think it's the future of cinema I mean yeah. you know, you, you've got places like the Odeon who <coughs> have these huge titles and um, they charge X amount per seat and you know with streaming sites now if you're gonna go out and you're gonna go and enjoy a film I think it has to be a, a memorable experience and I don't think that's just the film itself I think it's the experience of going somewhere and, and building a memory behind it. There are so many people who will now remember Intruder because they saw it here and they yeah. saw it whilst making videotapes. I mean, there was a there was a, a, a woman who was here today who came down the stairs afterwards and she went, that was just weird. <laughs> the film. I don't think, you know, the whole, she said, yeah. the whole night was just weird. That film was weird and stuff like that. But she's, crackers, that was it, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but she enjoyed it and she, it's not going to be her favourite film whatsoever. Mm. But, it it was it was it's she'll always remember it and it's, it's an a experience. And it's a it's a bizarre movie as well it's not yeah. it's not uh, anywhere near the top one hundred most memorable horror films of all time it's a it's an obscure B movie uh, or C movie or something like that <laughs> um, but people will remember it you know it's going to be one of the films that they said that they've seen and that's one of the reasons why we love it when people sign the poster as well you know they they always uh, they always take away. A bit of the film for themselves you know they'll yeah. always have that memory and i i personally love that i love that when we screen nightbreed you know that that people were saying that was the first time i've ever seen that film it's one of the most important films in the world to me nightbreed and to know that you know 50 people that went to go and see that film most of them said they'd never seen it before but because we were screening it they you know and they trusted us to yeah. put on a good show, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. And again, we had, at the time we had an interview, uh, a uh, Skype Sky. interview yeah. with yeah. Nicholas Vince, uh, who's in the Hellraiser films and Nightbreed, and you know everyone was enthralled by his stories, and he's a lovely, fun, entertaining guy. So you know, I mean, it's amazing. I think. Then, I think then we're brought I'm so fest and proud to to have been yeah. able to do that. Sorry, interrupted you. You, yeah. you love interrupting me. It's your thing. <laughs> so everyone knows that. <laughs> um, who gets to choose the films? How do you choose them? Do you have suggestions? Do you we fight. Fight. No, you don't. <laughs> we, you like to... Th- no, I think... So, go on. Um, it, it depends. We, we have certain movies that we'd like to show. Because there's, there's Stu, who helps us out. He, he runs his own film festival. Mariam, who helps out. And she's over in Germany at the moment. Um, so we've all got different things that we we want to show, and so we each we, we take turns, and we also we we'll have to agree. We we'll have to. Everyone has to support 
the, the, what we're showing because you can't get behind a movie and try and push it to people if you don't think it's any good. So it, it, there's got to be a, a communal agreement. But it's not just picking a movie, it's also finding content to go alongside the movie. Because uh, yeah. we've got to make it more than just the film. And there's so many films, we would, oh God, I would love to show certain things, but I haven't got enough to make the night a full night of content. We, we, we do 7 to 11, and the movie's 90 minutes. So we need other stuff going on. And until we can get that other thing, we don't do the movie. We haven't yet come across a scenario where one of us has said, I want to, I really want to screen this film, and anyone's said, no, uh, I hate that film or anything like that. Mm. I think the, the beauty of being horror fans are is that even if you don't think it's a great movie, you still enjoy the atmosphere of watching and the experience of watching a horror film. Especially when you're with, sharing with a group people. of people. Yeah. It's, but it's so, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Watching, a, watching a horror film with a group of people is how it all, always should be done. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You feel, you feel safe. <laughs> 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 it's only when you go home and realise that all the demons are around the corners and you're by yourself. Would you say it's a genre that lends itself very well to the community, like, sort of like watching it as it, a group? It is. Be, I mean, some of that community aspect comes because the, the audience tend to be more outsiders the horror fans is the alternative community the rock community naturally are viewed as outsiders and it's it's nice having a yeah safe place for them uh, to be because yeah. i mean the amount of people who tonight were wearing black t-shirts it's that's yeah. an indicator of the style of people who you have attended but we have some more normal people <laughs> you know uh, yeah we have a lot of just film fans who, yeah. who do come along but what was the question? I wasn't. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you think that horror lends itself well to what you know to appreciate mm. it as a group? Definitely is. It definitely is. It definitely is. I mean, you won't you won't ever really have like a romantic comedy festival anywhere. Um, That'd be the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but horror festivals. Brain dead. That's a great romantic comedy. But it, oh, <laughs> indeed, it is. indeed. Um, it's not as is Frankenhooker, <laughs> incidentally, yeah, yeah, which is a nice segue. Yeah, it's a love story. Um, so what else is going on this month for, you, for Liverpool Horror Club uh, in Scalarama Film Festival? Um, so next week, uh, which will be the 13th, Thursday the 13th. Thursday the 13th of September, we are going to be screen, screening Frank Henenlotter's cult classic, Frankenhooker. Uh, and uh, it's a film that I've loved as a kid, uh, as a teenager. I absolutely adored this film because it's wacky, it's weird, it's kind of sexy in a weird way. <laughs> um, uh, and amazingly enough, the um, the actress who plays Franken Hooker uh, is going to uh, Patty Mullen. Patty Mullen. Patty Mullen yeah. is going to be uh, doing a live skype q a with us after the film and i'm chuffed a bit of this because again i, I think i grew up being absolutely in love with uh, patty Bowen, <laughs> uh specifically because of her frankenhooker role so yeah this is going to be an exciting night for me and also yeah. on that night uh, we have a girl a performer called jinx monster who does a frankenhooker burlesque routine so we're going to show the movie she's burlesque slash blockhead blockhead, yeah. blockhead routine um you have to see it. It's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic. So she's going to, after we'll show the movie, she'll do her routine and we're going to try and live broadcast it so Patty can watch it before she oh, talks with us. Yeah. So she can see that 
so many years later, there's still people who care enough about this character that she created to create a specific performance about it and put a new spin on it. And yeah. we, we just think that's it's something where you can go, look what people are doing, look how much people still appreciate this, the work that you've done. I, I mean, I, I, I sincerely think that when we do these nights, it's always like a love letter to the movie, you know, uh, an appreciation of the movie. Because literally we're saying to Frank Henenlotter and Patty Mullen, these things exist because we love your films so much and they've inspired so many people. And it's the most that we can do on the, the budgets that we have and with the, the, the fan base that we can get hold of in Liverpool uh, to be able to, to create what we can create. You know, so yeah, we got a burlesque routine. Yeah, we got the movie, and I'm sure we'll throw in some other things as well. There'll free some... posters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we always do free posters. Always always get a free posters and prizes. Yeah, <laughs> can't help but give things away. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an amazing night. I'm really super excited for Frank and Hunter. And then on the 27th, 27th September, uh, we're showing Night of the Living Dead for the Uprising 68 aspect of Scalarama because it's it's such a interesting political film 50 year anniversary and yeah it changed the the landscape of modern horror movies alongside that we have a live score to complement the movie and ilan ran a poster workshop recently yeah um yeah that's going to be yeah i did a poster workshop on how film posters are created and and um all the, the stuff that goes into designing them and uh all the people who attended that workshop are submitting their interpretations of the Night of the Living Dead poster, their, their own designs of it. And uh, yeah, we're going to be exhibiting all that artwork. And again, you know, we're yeah. trying to get as much as we can to. But again, that's about showcasing the community. You know, the people who are interested and in learn about poster designs, the, some of them, this is the first poster they've ever done, and we're going to show it off to everyone who comes along as their, their own little tribute to, to the movie. Yeah, so it's everyone's just really getting engaged with everything yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. it's great. We try and inspire people to do things themselves and show that that's where we started. You, you just get into something, you just keep going, and you you should learn to stop sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the I think one of the, the the really good things about this community as well is that there's so many interesting people and so many talented people who do some of the most interesting things so when we find out that somebody's really interested in a certain thing or is really really good at being able to do something that you know that that could benefit us we want to we want to champion that we want to put that forward and and try and support them any way that we can and i think that's that's how this community was formed you know, we've got we've got screenwriters, we've got directors, we've got special effects artists um, of, of of varying skill sets who I I'm pretty sure would all love to make a movie uh, at some point. So that's 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 something that's kind of like bubbling away under the surface yeah. at this point. But Just there's me. comic artists as well. There's so many really really interesting people, and you know, I, I like seeing that little projects are spawning everywhere around us, and it's a great it's a great community to be a part of, and, and I'm more than anything I'm really proud of this community. That's great. Yeah, I would definitely say so. After I've come to two Liverpool Horror Club events, yeah. and I've met some absolutely wonderful people, and they're just absolutely great events. So I would definitely recommend going to see 
any Liverpool Horror Club event you can, especially the ones in Scalarama. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so that's on the thirteenth. No, what are the dates again? So Thursday the thirteenth. Thursday the thirteenth and the twenty seventh. Whatever day. Living Dead. Yeah. Right. Perfect. That's great. Thank you so Amazing much, guys. Amazing stuff. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. See you later.